0: Welcome to The Do Zone, where real entrepreneurs share real strategies about getting things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. Tag me at JT literally and show me what you do in The Do Zone. Every week, I'll pick the best post to feature across all my social networks. This podcast is brought to you by Factor One. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur who's looking to hit seven this year, there are three key shifts you need to make right now in order for it to be possible go to One.com now and i'll show you exactly what those three key shifts are and how you can get them set up for your business in less than six minutes once again that's IAMFactor1.com. today's guest is Corey quinn Corey has a 25 year track record of extraordinary success as an entrepreneur sales leader and chief marketing officer of scorpion a digital marketing agency serving SMBs, where we grow from twenty to one hundred and fifty million dollars in recurring revenue in six years. Today, he helps agency and SaaS founders unlock sales and customer loyalty by becoming a vertical market specialist. Corey, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of.
1: Three words, Josh: less is more. Now, you probably have heard this before, but how I apply it is probably a little bit different than how maybe you've heard in the past.
0: Tell me about it. Less is more. I like simple things. I have my ape brain on. Speak Ape to me, maybe.
1: (laughs) So I'll contextualize this specifically for the target audience that I serve. And so um, I work... Directly with agency owners, although the things that I teach and I do apply to SaaS businesses and consumer-facing brands, but I, I speak directly to SAS, sorry, agency owners who have started their agency by taking a vertical, sorry, a, a generalist approach to the market, meaning they they maybe start as a solo practitioner. And kind of go into the local market and say, "Hey, yeah, who, who needs digital marketing? Who needs Facebook ads? Who needs websites?" and so on and so forth. And eventually, they'll become successful, meaning they'll attract a ton of business and um, and get really busy and make you know start to make some some pretty decent money. But at a certain point, that success begins to limit them, and the thing that limits them is that they're doing everything for everybody. And it's at that point, typically when I start meeting with them and start uh, helping them to uncover who truly is their best fit client, because sure, you could serve businesses of all shapes and sizes uh, and have a fairly decent you know business, but if you really want to grow to the next level, it's about focusing in on your best fit clients. And the way I do that is through helping them focus on a vertical market um, and and
0: so for those um, for, for those who may be uh listening in and, and uh have maybe different definitions of a vertical market could you yes. just define that a little more clearly
1: sure so a vertical market traditionally is an industry is another word for it think of it like plumbers or attorneys or um you know medical device companies it, it is a uh, an industry specific set of customers that, Uh, I advise my agency clients, my consulting clients on figuring out which vertical or industry that they do, that they have sort of the best, the best clients in, and I can define what a best client potentially looks like.
0: Okay, great. So vertical markets is in specific industries. Okay. Correct. And so what are, what would you say just quickly are some of the advantages of less is more in, in being more specific in who you're going after?
1: everything uh in, in my experience and all the agency owners who have taken a vertical specific approach to their growth have said they've all said the same thing to me and I've I've validated this with my own experience through scorpion and elsewhere but uh it all comes down to everything gets easier when you have a single market that you're trying to target for instance you know which lists to build and and which lists to buy which which podcasts to go on and, and to create content for. You know which keywords that you want to uh, you know, build your content around and, and your site around. You know which conferences to attend. You know which case studies and customer success stories to write. You know which competitors to study. You know which users to build for. Everything, Everything just gets easier. And ultimately, what you'll find over time, if you serve a vertical market and you're successful, you get this flywheel effect where, uh, within a vertical, what you'll find is that a lot of the people in that vertical will typically connect with the network and and um, share ideas and best practices. But you also have Josh; is you get people who are looking over other people's shoulders to figure out well who's getting ahead, who's getting the advantage in my market, and they want to understand who and what they're doing to get ahead, and so. Ultimately, what this results in as a an agency or even a SaaS or other type of business, if you're focusing in on a vertical, you get this sort of network effect where you have the influencers in that vertical sharing about you that allows you to grow uh, without such a heavy dependence on paid media um, uh, over time.
0: And it makes sense. And it also makes it easier for the customer to make a decision as well, because I can, if if I am, as an example, I'm a plumber, uh, and I could work with a marketing company that serves plumbers, or I can work with a marketing company. I'm mm-hmm. going to go. I'm going to naturally default towards the one who serves plumbers, because obviously they must understand my market. They're speaking my language. They've worked with more people like yep. me. Everything's a yep. little bit different for me. Is that kind of a fair assessment?
1: hundred percent. And as that agency who focuses on plumbers, you probably have a lot of great customer success stories that the potential plumbing client can look at and use to understand like, hey, yes, they do truly understand me and my problem and they've solved it for people like me. So the the risk, if you will, of hiring this agency goes way down and the trust goes way up.
0: And so uh, shifting gears for a moment, uh, you've you've grown your digital marketing agency significantly in a short period of time. I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you grew your business and sure. what are some of the steps that you took uh, to see that kind of growth in such a short period?
1: Sure. So the company Scorpion, I'm actually no longer there. I've stepped out and I'm now consulting directly with other agencies. But during my time there, I joined in 2015 at a time when it was doing $20 million in revenue. It was a small regional, relatively small regional agency. And the primary focus of the agency at that time was just attorneys. Okay. And they uh, they had a, uh, it was a hundred person company, a nine person sales team, and it was ex- focusing exclusively on inbound leads. The sales team was uh, very well paid, <laughs> had good life, and, uh, you know, just had this beautiful flow of of inbound leads that they were able to close. And the challenge that the CEO, the founder, who brought me in, really wanted to grow the business exponentially. And one of the challenges we found was that we couldn't just rely on inbounds—you know, people finding us and calling us. We had to uh, figure out how to do outbound uh, sales and marketing. And when I said earlier about you know buying lists and building lists, if you want to grow more intentionally, more within your control, then you need to figure out a way to go outbound in a a meaningful way. And that's exactly what we did specifically for attorneys. Um, And I could talk about how we did that. But then secondarily, um, we also decided to go into another vertical. So we went into home services, and then we eventually went into franchise. And the the key to that, uh, and again, we could talk at a greater depth uh, if you'd like, but the key, the primary key to that, was this vertical market approach. Within attorneys, we had 20, uh, at that time, about 15 years of experience working with attorneys specifically. So we were a known brand. We had that flywheel going where a lot of people knew who we were. A lot of the big law firms were already working with us. And so um, we built that uh, that vertical up to a point where it was very much a cash cow for us. We wanted to uh, verticalize, we wanted to go to a different vertical. So what we did is instead of having the the legal sales team also sell home services we actually built a whole basically a separate company of sales team and of people client services and a whole separate product because what we realized was that um case studies of attorneys weren't very persuasive to plumbers <laughs> right
0: <laughs> well and-, and 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 that that definitely makes sense but i'm curious <clears throat> so what i heard from this is there's there's two strategic moves that you made probably a yeah. lot but two that stand out are you added a new vertical which yep. creates a new set of complications but you mm-hmm. also added an outbound component correct. versus an inbound, com- inbound component correct is if you if you had to choose if 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 somebody had to pick one of those mm-hmm. which one do you think would be the best decision in order to grow a company should we add an outbound component or should we move to a next vertical or maybe does it maybe
1: depend? Sure. I would say the very first thing that you should do is focus in on serving your best fit customer and, and specifically is uh, that that is in a, in a specific vertical. So build the business around a specific vertical because as you said, that's a way to differentiate. Specializing, right, through verticalization is a, is an important way to, to get more visibility in a crowded space. Once you have verticalized, I'm a big proponent of going outbound because of all the benefits of uh, you, can, you can't control, you can know, control how many people find your content and fill out your form. That's an important part of business, but you can't directly control that. You can control things like how much content you put out and the, and the calls to action and all those things, but you can also control getting a list of people in that target vertical and um, reaching out to them directly and communicating with them before they're in the buying process. Because we know that only 3 to 5% of the market at any one point is in the market. Well, that leaves a tremendous amount of the rest of the market available to go out and get and, and to talk to them before they start that buying process. And a great benefit of that is you're, you're talking to your prospective clients, the ones that you want to work with, um, before they're shopping your competitors. You can have a direct conversation with them and and shortcut the sales process and and interestingly the average order values also go up uh, with with outbound and so I'm a huge fan of of going outbound um, and it's only until you have really developed that um, that muscle and those uh, those systems and those processes you're getting a lot of um, return from that effort at that point I would say you could do one of two things I talked about this a lot. Um, my clients, if you're if you're up and running, you have a lot of systems and a lot of momentum in your vertical. You're doing inbound, outbound, relationship based marketing. You can at that point you can decide to solve additional problems for your current vertical. So let's say you're targeting plumbers, you're doing digital marketing for them, and um, you have a bunch of inbounds, You're doing outbound and you want to grow more, you could decide to solve, let's say, instead of just digital marketing, you could, you could help them with things like intake services, or you could build a CRM where you're selling into your current client list, and you're leveraging your current um, visibility, momentum, and brand reputation flywheel in the plumbers uh, industry, or you can decide to go to a new vertical or uh, an adjacent vertical and solve the same problem doing digital marketing for HVAC technicians or roofers or so on and so forth. So those are two different ways I see a lot of agencies kind of take and um, I've seen it, I've seen both work.
0: Awesome. And and so tell me a little bit about what you're doing now and who you're serving and, and how we can yeah. connect with you.
1: So um, I am working with agency owners who have taken a general generalist approach and are struggling to get to the next level. And the, the work that I do is is one-on-one consulting, helping them to uncover who their best fit customer is, and then take them through a process where we um, uh, uncover and develop a six-month go-to-market strategy that, that uh, includes inbound marketing, outbound marketing, relationship-based marketing. Um, I'm also working on a book that's gonna be coming out in October that will effectively teach people, specifically agency owners, the steps that I take my private clients through. So that's that's going to be coming out then. I also have a podcast and a daily newsletter that I run.
0: Awesome. That's great. And, and so where do we go to learn more about that and connect with you?
1: Thank you. So I have uh, my website, coreyquinn.com. That's C-O-R-E-Y-Q-U-I-N-N.com. And I, and I have a uh, special offer for your listeners, if that's okay, if I may share that. Please. So one of the things that a lot of agencies struggle with is outbound. So I actually have a free 6-day email course on how to generate ROI from uh your outbound. And so um it's like I said it's free to join 6 it's 6 days 6 6 emails, one email per day and uh you can get the very first secret uh to generating ROI from outbounds by by going to um outboundroi.com. That's outboundroi.com and that you can access that course and get the very first secret to getting ROI to your outbound right now.
0: Awesome. Outboundroi.com. Yes. a, a six, six secrets.
1: Yes, correct. Excellent.
0: Love that. Appreciate you coming on here. Thanks very much to Corey Quinn for coming on and sharing a little bit about how he gets done, gets things done, and specifically about the Outbound strategy and changing to another vertical strategy. For those of you who want to learn more and engage with him, you can go to CoreyQuinn.com. That's C O R E Y Q U I N N.com. And also, there is a free course he is offering by going to Outbound R O I. So we're going to wrap up from here. If you happen to listen to us on your morning commute or in your workout or you're somewhere out in the field, be sure to snap a selfie and tag me at JT literally. Tell me what you do in the do zone. Also, if you're ready to break the seven figure barrier with your business, but you know what got you here ain't going to get you there, we can help. Go to imfactor1.com now and let's see how much impact we can make in the next six minutes. Know this, you are Factor One for your own success. Now let's get to work.